It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Well, happy new start to the week to you. Hey, happy 420 to you. <laughs> 420. 420 today. Are you celebrating 420? I didn't even really ask you on the radio, but I'll ask you here. Are you partaking in anything? I know huh? this is your first year actually smoking. Is this your first year actually like actively having or at least having had tried pot at yeah. a 420? I didn't do it last year. I uh, So I am using the cannabis now. It's a legal product, and I think I'm an adult, and I can make that choice, which sure. is good. I just think that 420 is stupid. I mean, back in the day when, what was the story that when uh, people had to sneak behind the school and every day they'd meet at 420 and smoke a joint or whatever? Okay, fine. But people who have made this into some sort of a religious holiday or i just don't get it i mean it's legal now i think we can lose 420 i don't think we need to do that anymore but eh, whatever i'm not your mother if you want to do it you go right ahead 420 this afternoon willie nelson is offering a live stream if you are that desperate for something to watch Mm -hmm. you have to watch it online but you can smoke it up with Willie Nelson. But it would be kind of, I hope that they at least put out and i'm sure they will some highlights so that tomorrow i can just check it out and see what it was really like Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure that they're going to come out. The ET Canada's of the world will probably be watching that stream and pull something good from it if anything comes up. Uh, either way, I mean, if you're a pot person, today's your day. Happy 420. Well, a lot of stuff to talk about in this podcast in a limited amount of time. Uh, quickly here, if you haven't already, click that subscribe button. And keep in mind that we do have, because it's Monday, Missed Connections coming up at the end of this podcast. How much longer are we going to be able to do that with nobody actually meeting anywhere? Yeah, a lot of it, honestly, Scott, is either people like reminiscing or people who have maybe found someone online or the odd time they've seen someone in person. But the amount of contact you have with people right now, as you know, is very limited. So that said, there are many way less misconnections than there used to be. (laughs) Well, we'll do them for as long as we can, I think. Sure, yeah. Um... A whole bunch of things here. Like I said, oil, as we record right now, is down 38%. You can buy a barrel of Canadian oil for $11. $11. No wonder our oil and gas sector is freaking out right now. You know what I'd like to know is, because I, I don't give Trump a lot of credit for much, but I will give him credit for this. He's at least thinking like a business guy. When the Saudis and the Russians got into a price war, what Trump decided he wanted to do was buy up all that cheap oil and throw it in the U.S. Strategic National Reserve. So that if there ever turns out to be a crisis of some sort, the U.S. has got a ton of oil that they bought cheap. I'd kind of like to know, do we have a strategic reserve in Canada? Because if we do, we should be harvesting that oil, paying our oil and gas sector, and we've got the gas for when we inevitably run out of it. Mm -hmm. I hope we're doing that. We've got to find some way to support that industry because it's a major employer in this country. Sure. 11 bucks a barrel. I mean, I wish I had a refinery. I'd be buying that up like crazy. (laughs) I wouldn't be buying real estate. I'd be buying barrels of oil, and I'll stick them in the basement or in the backyard or whatever, and I'll just... (laughs) And just don't let the refinery. Yeah. Having said that, though, I haven't gotten gas in like three weeks. Yeah. How? What is that like? Because you did, I mean, somewhat of a commute from Milton to Kitchener, and now you're at home. I'm coming to the station, but my drive is like 12 minutes 
max. So what is that like not driving? Because you've always like commuted to work. Yeah, uh, I've never had less than a half hour drive to work. And I have a gas guzzling truck, like old school truck that gets just the worst mileage. It's very strange that I'm still driving around on gas that I put in three weeks ago. Wow. Very, very strange. Um, I put up a story today on scottandcat.ca. It was my daily COVID-19 wrap-up. And one of the stories in there is about Canadian sex workers. So for those who haven't seen the blog, let me read it to you. Sex workers who have seen their income disappear due to COVID-19 are now in a desperate situation. Many of those workers either do not qualify for the federal government's Canadian emergency response benefit, or they're simply afraid to apply. Sex workers and their advocates are expressing concern for those who may be facing increased personal risk and danger if they keep working. So the Canadian Alliance for Sex Work Law Reform has asked Ottawa to create ways that sex workers and migrant workers can receive financial aid to help them survive the pandemic. So that spawned a few questions when I posted the story on Facebook this morning with a link to the story. People are asking, well, what are sex workers? Prostitutes. They're hookers. They're escorts. <laughs> they're uh, do they massage want dirty attendants. Details? Do they want, like, yeah, do they want all of the details? Like, wh- wh- how do people not know? People who perform sexual services for money. Those are sex workers. Basically, the all-encompassing term is prostitute. And it's amazing to me how many people are saying things like, well, did they declare the income? Because if they didn't, they shouldn't be eligible. Let me go back to the basics here. We're in a pandemic. None of us did anything wrong. A lot of people at the top screwed up. None of us did anything wrong here, including the hookers. So if their income has been disrupted, Mm -hmm. they should get the benefit. And we don't want people to go into dangerous situations for the same reason that we have safe injection sites. I mean, no, it's not legal to go and shoot heroin. But we created safe injection sites so that if they are going to do it anyway, and we know people will, they can do it in a safe manner. Right. It's similar for the sex workers. We know there's people out there doing it and they lost their income. Do we want them to? Are are we going to say, well, what you're doing is illegal, so you have to keep doing it underground? No, we don't want them to go back into a situation where sex workers could be spreading. Well, God knows what they're spreading, but we, uh, we don't <laughs> well, want their them- legs. <laughs> we don't want them spreading COVID-19 right, right. from one John to another. And I don't know what kind of volume these people see, but we don't want to force that into the underground because we all know there's a lot of people getting desperate for a handy or to get laid or whatever. Sure is. So yeah. give them the fucking benefit. That's all there is to it. It's only two grand, eight grand total, whether they declared 5000 in income last year or not, just give them the fucking money and let them stay home so that they can at least pay their bills like every other Canadian. If nothing else, whether they paid taxes or not, they're citizens. They live here and we take care of people in this country. Uh, the House of Commons is resuming today because they can't work out a deal. Cat, I have never seen a bunch of bigger freaking babies in my life than mm-hmm. our elected parliamentarians. You've got uh, Sheer, who's like, oh, oh we got to get together three times a week. We want to be able to hold the opposition to account. We need to have uh, regional representation. We can't just have the MPs who are close enough to drive. 
Well, he's right about that. I mean, the entire country should be represented, although I'll admit parliament isn't regionally represented. The government doesn't have a seat in the West. So that's a problem to begin with. But nonetheless, I get it. I totally get it. He wants to have uh, his moment in the sun so he can be on TV yelling at Justin Trudeau. And Trudeau doesn't seem to want to do anything except camp out in his cottage. Nothing. He wants to have one sitting on Wednesday and then go to one virtual sitting a week. How can we not compromise on this? How can we not figure out how to get all 333 or however many MPs we have logged into a Skype chat? I I don't understand why this is so hard. How can they not work out a deal here? Why do we have Parliament coming back today with all those assholes sitting right beside each other? Is there a reason for that? Can you think of a good reason that they need to be in the same room? No, we're doing everything the virtual way. So I don't understand that myself. No, I don't understand. No. For the most part, Trudeau is actually right. They should have a a virtual meeting yeah. as opposed to being there in person because it's not just the MPs. It's their staff and the security on parliament and the translators and yeah, God knows that. what else. No, I don't understand that. And uh, Shear's right in the sense that they should be meeting more than once a week. Like, figure it out. This is an emergency and you are the government. Government is the one defined essential service. We have to have a continuity of government. So they've got to meet. Just fucking figure it out. Uh, (laughs) Fuck, figure it out. How many times do we have to say that? Just fucking figure it out. How hard is it? Like, shit. You could sit 10 people down in a room and they would compromise and figure out a solution to this in about five minutes. But if they happen to be elected to higher office, well, then there's no way it's going to get worked out. Uh, What happened in Nova Scotia is devastating. Uh, The worst mass shooting in Canadian history. As we record this podcast now, the official death toll is at 16. Don't correct me on that. There are 16 victims, everybody, and the shooter is dead as well. I don't lump the shooter in with the victims. Uh, By all accounts, he was a perfectly normal, reasonable guy who seems to have just gone off the rails at some point. But I'm not considering him a victim because he shot a lot of people. Now I'm seeing stories start to leak out that the death toll may actually be closer to 19. This guy went on a shooting spree, Cat. Like, he was trying to get his his gun on anybody in proximity. Yeah. Horrible situation. Very horrible. Very horrible. It was amazing to me, Scott, as this as the news came down over the weekend. The amount of people that were just jumping all over everything without even knowing any facts and saying things like, "This is what happens when you do lockdowns and you, you know, make people stay at home. They go crazy and then they go shooting people." Like, well, calm the fuck down. First of all, you know nothing. Did you even? Take the time to see what the story is about and how calculated this guy was. This guy was planning this for a long, long, long time. Don't go blaming COVID for everything. Why do they have to go jumping all over it? How about we just think about the victims in this scenario first before you go jumping all over everybody's throat in government over a fucking news story? Like, stop. Yeah. Uh, My question in all of this is how did the information get so screwed up? I saw it last uh, yesterday morning around 11 a.m. Breaking news. There is a manhunt underway in Nova Scotia. And I thought, okay, all right, manhunt. I must be pretty serious. There was a loosely used term mass shooting. And but they weren't talking about any victims. And then a tweet came out from the Nova Scotia RCMP that said they had a suspect in custody. So I thought everything was fine, but we had to wait until the news conference at, I believe it was at six o'clock. How did we go from uh, manhunt? He may have painted up his car to look like a police car suspect now in custody to suspect is dead and there's 19 dead. 
How did that happen? Yeah. Like, why was there such a collapse in information? And did they use the emergency alert system? Because I'd like to think that we did. That's what it's there for. And people like to shit on the emergency alert system all the time because they don't like getting Amber Alerts in the middle of the night. Did these people get any sort of an Amber Alert or uh, a, an emergency alert? That there was a shooter on the loose? Well, from what I could see from, from the people who that um, were telling us from Nova Scotia was that no, there wasn't or they didn't receive any any type of alert. And they were asking why, why that was. Uh, news outlets, of course, there were saying, were passing on the information that the police were giving them, saying, stay in your homes, lock your doors. Uh, because something's going down. But otherwise, no, I don't I don't think they use the alert system from what I can understand because people seem to be pissed about it. But that's what it's there for. It's there to alert people about things like this. Right. If, if uh, I'm just wondering, could lives have been saved if right. people had known, oh, shit, I better shelter in place. I better go to my basement. I better turn off the lights and lock the doors. Better not leave my house. Holy cow. Like, it, it, I, I guess we need more and I don't want to speculate and I'm certainly not going to name the guy's name like a lot of media outlets are. I've never understood that in a situation like this. Mm -hmm. I don't think mass shooters deserve their name to be out there in any way, shape or form. But I do have a lot of questions for this uh, about this and hopefully we will get those fairly soon. In any case, Nova Scotia is one of the most beautiful places in the country and in the world and the people just salt of the earth, hardworking, genuinely kind people. And to see them so rattled by this just makes me sad. Oh, mm -hmm. just a horrible story. Breaking news. As we record, the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation has reached a tentative deal with the province. Oh, wow. See, if it wasn't for COVID-19, this would be big news. There was a lot of strike days throughout this school year before they ended up moving it to distance learning. And let's not forget that for the last, what is it, seven months, eight months, the bulk of the issue, according to the OSSTF, was distance learning. Here we are. <laughs> I know. Here we are. I know. Isn't that, uh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And you know what? This story is not going to get the, the attention it deserves that they've reached a tentative deal. Because of all the COVID-19 coverage and because of the mass shooting. But uh, hopefully if school is back come September, I'm almost convinced it won't be back this year. Oh, I'm, but I'm totally convinced it's not going to be back. If it does come back in time for September, uh, maybe we can have a conversation about that. Because I'd like to know some details. And maybe the public would like to know some details. Uh, if money was an issue and they wanted more than 1%, did they get more than 1%? If e-learning was an issue and the government already caved on that once, did they cave even more only to end up in a situation where it's the only way to get education is through e-learning? I'd like to know these things. So hopefully details come out about that sooner than later. Um, uh, can, can we talk about the uh, the chick that ordered the vibrator? Yeah, this is going to be the last thing we touch on here and then we'll get to the replay of missed connections. Um, this is a woman, I believe she's in the UK. Her name is Jessica Smith. Jessica, during this time of lockdown, maybe like you, feeling a little horny, a little randy. She was online and saw a, an ad. Oh, you can get these sex toys nice and cheap right now. So Jessica, who's 22 years old, decided, yeah, I'm going on eBay right now. I'm going to order me the Rampant Rabbit. <laughs> name ever rampant rabbit the go rampant ahead and rabbit. google it look it up if you want to see what the rampant rabbit looks like it looks like it hurts is what it looks like yeah it's a little uh intimidating 
She chose it in purple. She placed her order on eBay. Sit back, relax. Let's wait for the good vibes to come my way. <laughs> to come my way. Soon enough. <laughs> again hopefully and again those, and again. Hopefully that FedEx or UPS or Canada Post driver is going to be here quick because I need my rampant rabbit vibrator that I just ordered. Little ding in her email. Huh, new message. Who's this from? Oh, it's from my mom. As it turns out, Jessica was actually logged into her mom's eBay account. No. And the confirmation for the purchase went to mom. So mom, 52 years old, forwards the confirmation back to Jessica. What's this? (laughs) As if Jessica wasn't embarrassed enough, mom followed up the initial message with an... Are you lonely? (laughs) (laughs) You know what would have been the best? uh, First of all, so embarrassing. 22 years old. Think about that. Think about when you're 22 years old. That's the last thing you want to do by accident, okay? The last thing you want to do. It would have been amazing, though, if like her mom replied with, Oh, sweetheart, you should have gone with uh, the the, the old rampant raccoon. It's way better. (laughs) This one's for rookies. (laughs) well let's talk about jessica for a second 22 i mean i don't know when girls typically order their first vibrator Uh, at what age does that typically happen oh gosh i don't even if it does even happen i didn't like 22 seems young to me let's just put it that way seems very young is she jumping into the deep end here? Because that's a fairly um, advanced maneuver or a fairly advanced piece of technology <laughs> that she's packing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like an old a, a starter kit, if you will. Anything called a rampant rabbit? Nope, doesn't seem like it's uh, for beginners. Like that seems like that's got some serious peck and power. <laughs> and I don't see that as as literally that's jumping into the deep end. That's like it's like probably starting a chainsaw. <laughs> She was going to go 12 batteries (laughs) (laughs) for one use. (laughs) So mom, and let's, let's not pretend here. Mom knew exactly what that was and what Jessica was up to when she ordered that. She kind of had to rub it in a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. You ordered a vibrator and it came through my account. So a, you're welcome, because I just fucking paid for that. And B, maybe you should get your own eBay account or double check which account you're logged into here on our shared computer. You can't possibly actually use that, right? Like, from here on out, you can't use the rampant rabbit. Like, she's got to just return it, because now she's just going to think about the fact that her mom will receive this first, and then her mom has to get it to her. You yeah. can't finish. You just no. can't. You'll be just vibe and vibe and nonstop and nothing's going to happen because your mom knows what you're doing with it. And if your mom's on your mind, you're not going to come from that. No fucking way. If mom knows, you're done. Just send it back and get yourself something else. Go back to laying in the tub or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Must work. Much more cost efficient. Your mom won't receive it in the mail by accident. Uh. If mom knows you've got the rampant rabbit, every time she calls and you don't answer the phone, you know what mom's going to assume you're busy doing? (laughs) You don't need that shit on your conscience. You should just return it, get yourself something completely new, or, or find somebody to do it for you. That's probably your best bet. 
Thanks for downloading After 9, everybody. We're into a good pace here. This is the third weekday in a row with a new podcast, and we'll keep pumping them out, so to speak, as often as we can. <laughs> so, so is Jessica. Uh, <laughs> here you are, friends. It's your Monday morning edition of Misconnections. There are people out there that have had an encounter with someone else in the past. They can't find them now, so they told the story online. Now, they were hoping to track down the other person. We read them because we're nosy, and they're hilarious. (laughs) So let's go. Nosy we are. This is kind of written out like a poem. A poet we have here in Misconnections. It's called You Hugged a Tree, Man for Woman. Beautiful. I watched you hug a tree. The tree was large and old. You took time. You put your face to the tree, trying to hear its thoughts. It was a very nice moment between you and the tree. Soon the tree will have leaves and summer will be here. Maybe we could hug a tree together. I don't see anything wrong with that. I watched you for five minutes before I had to go. It was a nice moment. Like a way of saying nature will always be here and we will return to normal. Yeah, um, we will return to normal. That's the important part. Sure, sure. The the tree thing is weird. I I know that there was one government, I believe it was one of the Nordic-type countries over in Europe, that recommended if you really need a hug, hug a tree. Right. Oh, that's okay. So, hey, that makes sense then. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Wait, don't judge too quickly. I mean... Uh, no, I got nothing. I don't no. know. I don't know you why know, you would do that. We can spin that as many different ways as you'd like, but it's not going to make that seem normal. You were hugging a tree. Maybe we can hug a tree together. Maybe you guys should just not do that. I watched you for five minutes. That's a long hug with the tree. Long hug. Like, that's a lingering hug. Even the tree was probably uncomfortable at that <laughs> the point. The tree like, felt violated for sure. Hey, at first this was cool, but mm, now you got to go. I don't know what you've got, and I don't have a mask. <laughs> Six feet. <laughs> that includes the trees. Hug a tree together. <laughs> no! You no. wait. What, what, do you get the top and she gets the bottom, or how are you going to hug Find the same tree? Big, thick tree at best. Still don't do it. <laughs> it's remarkable to me what attracts other people. Yeah. Me, if I saw somebody hugging a tree, I'd think, wow, that's weird. And just keep going. This person <laughs> saw that and thought, there's my future right there. <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. Uh, you want to head to America? Yeah, let's do some America. Okay, this is called At Dunkin' Donuts, Man for Woman. I saw you this morning. I've seen you in the past on Saturdays. Usually we sat inside, each with our cup of coffee and you a treat for yourself as well. Sometimes I'd have the breakfast. More recently, though, I cut back on my carbs and calories. And the last time we got the chance to speak face to face, you took note. You asked me how much weight I'd lost, and I told you. I planned to invite you officially to sit with me several weeks back. But then COVID-19 took over and shut down the doors. I've been waiting in the parking lot for you. I was happy to see you in the drive-thru after hours of waiting. I waved from the car. I honked and I got out and yelled something. But you gave me the finger. Perhaps you thought I was somebody else? Just know I'll be there again Saturday to clear any misunderstanding. Hmm. Um, okay, first off, I find it strange when people just go in 
to like a, a Dunkin' Donuts or a Tim's and just sit down and eat. Uh, me personally, I don't have the time to do that or the desire to sit and eat in that restaurant at the best of times, certainly not now in a pandemic. So that's strange. But I have a feeling those are the people that that tend to order like, uh, yeah, I want a double double and I want it in a China mug and sit there and drink, <laughs> and drink it. I want my mug. You know, the mug. <laughs> I hope you washed it for me, Carol. Give me my mug. Sparking up a conversation and and hitting along or hitting up the uh, person beside you. Uh, hey, if it works, great. I just can't imagine that it does. That's a strange place to start a relationship. Well, at what point are you a stalker when you're s- just in your car outside the store, hoping she goes through a drive-through? And hours later, you find her, you see her, dude. That was a misconnection to begin with. You tried to make the connection, she shut you down. Yeah. Get over it. Right. Move along. It's not happening. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin', where all great relationships begin. Right? Hey, (laughs) there. Hey, I cut back on my carbs. Let me tell you the whole story. So any other time, I spend a lot of time in the States, and I happen to like Dunkin' Donuts a lot. But they're lazy, man. Their breakfast menu is very different than what we have here. For example, they have like a breakfast tortilla, and it's basically just like a little like six inch tortilla and they just stick an egg in it and hand it to you with some cheese (laughs) slap it in you get two of them for a dollar that's how bad it is why are you sitting in that restaurant eating and trying to pick up cutting down on my carbs well then that's the first thing you should cut out is the donuts (laughs) at breakfast dude that's the first thing you should cut out right there i love it